This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. folks, it's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. How are you doing? I hope you are well. All right, so today I wanted to talk about these concepts of past, present, and future. Basically, the concept of time. So our human reality, the way we experience it, it seems pretty linear, right? This happens, then this happens, then this happens, and then this happens, right? And so it, it feels like it goes in, in pretty much a straight line. And time, though, is not linear. It is not a straight line. As much as we experience it that way, first this, then that, it's not actually working that way. You're actually all over the place. It, time is more of a maze than anything because you will have a new experience and then go back to an old experience and then go back forward and then you'll jump sideways and then you'll go over here and do this other thing. So you go backwards and forwards and sideways through time and it, it happens constantly, right? So let's say you get, a, you get a job, you leave that job, you go get another job, then you come back to the old job, right? And in that case, even though it appears like those things are linear, by going back to a previous experience, you're actually jumping backwards in time and going back to redo something. So it's not actually a linear process. The concepts of past, present, and future are based on this idea of linear time. And it's fine. From a, from a human perspective, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with using time in a more linear way. That's how we deal with life. That's the reality, right? So, okay, you know, we're going we're gonna to stay in reality. That's just what it is. It's, it's neat to kind of think of these, these ideas of, of time as not necessarily being linear. But if we use the past, present, and future, we need to be able to do it in a way that allows us to be okay. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what happens when we use the past what happens when we live too far into the future, and what happens when we're able to stay more present. So the concept of the past is, is the idea of experience. We, we have a, a memory, a mind, that records the events of our lives for us. But that memory includes a filter. It's like putting a lens over a camera it includes a filter and the filter skews, warps, changes the picture slightly. And so what happens is we view the past often through a lens of pain, through a lens of things that aren't necessarily true. And those ideas can be things like, I'm not good enough. That person didn't like me, right? Um, the story 
that we're telling about what happened and why the other person did that thing. They were mad at, they didn't like, they didn't understand, right? And so we have this, this filter over the, the what is of what happened, but we have the filter and the filter puts in pain and it puts in the ego and it puts in ideas about, about who was thinking what and what was going on and all of these kinds of concepts and ideas. And that's what gets us into trouble. There, there is absolutely a what is. There, there is a what is of, of he said, she said, absolutely. There is a what is of what happened. But generally, the human mind doesn't remember the what is. The human mind remembers the story it makes up and the filter that it put over the story. The movie projector that plays in our mind that gives us those memories includes that filter. And because that filter is based on pain, when we generally recall memories, and, and particularly the stuff we don't like, it includes a level of pain. It might include victimization. It might include severe trauma. It, it might include blame, guilt, shame. It might include any or all of those things. When it includes those things, now the past isn't helpful anymore because what you're doing is you're just dragging the pain into the present. You're not helping yourself right there. And that doing that is what keeps us stuck. That's what keeps us where we are. That's what keeps us from moving forward because we're, we're dragging this ball and chain, proverbial ball and chain with us, right? Pain, you know, I, I, I talk about boxes, right? The, the experience is in a box and, and the box contains all the trinkets and ideas and beliefs and all the stuff that came from that experience. But when we're dragging pain around, pain is like a box of books. It's really stinking heavy. And so the problem with pain is that when we drag it forward, it weighs us down. It doesn't allow us to move freely. It's one thing when you're carrying a box of feathers. It's a whole other thing when you're carrying a box of books. And that's the difference. That's what it amounts to, right? So pain slows us down. It weighs us down. It stops us from moving forward. We have this pain. So those experiences back there become unhelpful to us because there's pain, there's trauma attached, there's all kinds of dead weight. We're carrying all this baggage, all this stuff, all these boxes, and we can't do anything with it. So the past becomes a problem for us. And then we take those experiences and if we end up in a similar situation again, the ego already says, I couldn't do this, so I can't do that. The ego's already there. The ego already says, well, you flunked at painting, so you're not going to be able to do art class either, right? You're not going to be able to do drawing class or whatever the heck, right? You're not going to be able to do watercolors or you're not going to be able to do, I don't know, whatever, right? The, the ego's already there. Well, well, you couldn't, you couldn't play golf, so how do you expect to play soccer, right? Like the, the ego's already jumped to that. And that's the problem is we're using that past experience of playing soccer when you were five 
And now you've decided 20 years later at 25 years old that you can't play golf either because you sucked at soccer when you were five years old. The ego makes up the story and the past experience keeps you stuck. Those things aren't necessarily true. They're not even related to each other, not even remotely. You're not the same person, obviously. The five-year-old isn't the same as the 25-year-old. But we have this idea in our head, and it's stuck, right? So I'm a teacher by trade, right? So, so, and I grew up thinking, well, I'm bad at math. Well, guess what happens when you think you're bad at something? What do you do with that? Will you take the story with you? So I'm bad at math, so therefore I can't do physics, I can't do chemistry, I can't be this, I can't be that, I can't do this other thing over here. All these reasons now. Because I'm bad at math, it limited all of these options, right? I happen to be a little bit of a weather nerd. If you follow my profile, you'll see I, I report weather all the time. And, you know, but bad at math. I had that idea in my head. So the idea of being a meteorologist, for example, went out the window because that's all math. Because I was telling a story about what I was good at and what I wasn't good at. And then that limited me in my choices. But if I had simply stopped telling the story about how I was bad at math <laughs> and allowed myself to actually try to be okay at math, and I'm not bad at math now, if I had simply let go of the story, I would have been able to open up those career options. And I'm not saying I would have changed my path from teacher to meteorologist, but it's just that the idea is there. That without the story, I may have taken a different route. So the past keeps you stuck and prevents you from moving on to the next thing or trying something different. Right? And if you're the person that's bad at English, right? I hate writing essays, right? I love writing essays, but if you don't like writing essays, then, then you're the person that says, well, I'll never write a book, even though maybe in the back of your head, you've thought many times about writing a book. But maybe that, that idea, because somebody told you you were bad at English, or you made up that story in your own mind, now suddenly you're like, well, I can't write a book. There's no way, right? It's, it's those ideas that, that past, those past experiences become a trap and they stop us and they prevent us from moving forward. So how do we use the past then? How do we use the past in a way that doesn't trap us? By being aware of the story by removing the pain, the victimization, the, the, the blame, the shame, the guilt, by removing all of that, by seeing the what is of what happened, removing as much of the filter as we possibly can, getting up and out of it as far away from it as we can, to try to see the what is and remove as much of the filter as we possibly can as humans, to try to understand ourselves. This person said this or did that. 
And my response was X. Maybe I got mad. Maybe I told them off. Maybe I walked away. <laughs> maybe I slapped them across the face. I don't know what I did, but I did something. Okay. Why did I respond like that? What did that person do or say that triggered me? What was the trigger? Right? So it's not the story. It's not that person was out to get me. That person was angry. That person was doing X, Y, and Z. That person, whatever. It's what triggered me. And now I have the ability to say, oh, that person said this and that's connected to this other thing. And that's why I responded the way I did. Ah, now I'm getting somewhere. Now I have the power to look at those situations more clearly. See my own triggers in those situations and understand why I responded a certain way to certain things. Now I can do something with that. Now I let the other person off the hook because they aren't responsible for my triggers. Now I can move forward. Right? Those understandings, being able to get up out of it and see it like that, and only take responsibility for yourself, right? I can only control me. I don't have control over anything else. So I'm only looking at me. Why did that piss me off so much? Right? And then, now you have the ability because now you can look at the other person and say, you're not responsible for my triggers. No, maybe you shouldn't have done X, Y, and Z, but that's not my job. And I can't control that. So I'm going to control me and I'm going to let you off the hook. And I'm going to take responsibility for my stuff. And that's where we want to get to. Right? So that requires awareness. It requires letting go of some of the pain. It requires getting up and out of it. And as I like to use the helicopter in the trees analogy, right? When you're in the forest and you're looking around, that's the, that's the story. That's the pain. That's the he said, she said. And when you get up in the helicopter, that's the, what was my part in this story? Right? Why did I respond that way? What was the trigger right there? Right? And now I can use that to understand myself. Oh, that's the trigger. That's the thing I need to heal. And hey, wait, that happened here and here and here and here and here. <laughs> and suddenly you're like, uh-oh. Now you get it, right? And if you go looking for it, you're going to see, oops, I got a pattern. There's a pattern of behavior. Every time somebody does this, I do that. Oh, now we have a pattern of behavior. And I can actually heal the pattern of behavior. I have power over that one. Okay, now you're using the past to your advantage because now it's teaching you about yourself and you have the ability to now recognize the trigger and change the behavior so that you don't have to keep repeating that. That's the power of the past. 
if you don't drag the ball and chain and all the boxes of pain and blame and victimization and trauma and you can get up and out of it a little bit, that's the power of the past. Now let's talk about the future. Okay, we do drive looking forward, right? When you get in the car, you don't drive staring at the rearview mirror. You drive looking forward. We absolutely have to be facing forward to know where we're going, right? Absolutely every time. But if we project ourselves too far into the future, then we start worrying about outcomes. We start worrying about what's going to happen next. We start worrying about the next thing. And that is the problem. We can't do that. So we have to stay in the present and we have to let outcomes go. And when people say, let the outcome go, what does that even, how do you let the outcome go, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm applying to get into school and I'm, I'm scared I won't get in, right? And, and you, it's an outcome you don't have control over, but how do you let that go? How do you, how do you not want to get into school, right? <laughs> but that's not really what we're doing. We're just staying in the present. I can't control the outcome, so I can't worry about it because there's, I can't do anything. There's nothing to do, right? I've done my bit. I did the best I could. Now I have to leave it up to the, to the, to, to the gods, right? To figure out. And that's it. That's all I've got. So I have to let it go. I have to be okay. I've done the best I can. And at this point it is what it is. And if I get into school, great. And if I don't, then there must be another way to get around. There's another way forward for me and I'll figure that out when I get there, right? So I'm not trying to control, I'm not planning, I'm not making a backup plan, there's no contingencies, there's no what ifs, I'm not, I'm not playing that game, I'm not projecting myself into the future, I'm simply staying present where I don't know yet. And I get really okay with I don't know yet. I just get comfortable there because that's where I am, right? Because that's where I am. And I just have to be comfortable with where I am, right? And you will find out eventually anyway, right? I mean, that's what happens. Eventually you're gonna know whether you got into school or not. And then at that point, you'll be able to make a plan and do things and begin the process, right? So you can feel a little bit like you're in limbo, a little bit like you're kind of hanging in the balance for a while until you get that information, but it doesn't have to be this awful thing, right? You can be okay there. And that's the deal. So you turn your attention away from that and you focus on something else. What do I have control over in the here and now, in the present moment? What can I do? How can I be okay right here and not try to control an outcome that I clearly don't have any control over? And that's the future. The future says, here's what I might like to experience over there. But the only way I have control over the future is from where I am now. I do as much as I can, and then I have to let it go. And that's it. 
That's how I control the future. I do as much as I can in the present and then I let it go because I can't control the future. So I let it go. So now we're staying present. So when we talk about staying present, it doesn't mean we never make another plan ever again. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't mean we don't have goals. It doesn't mean we don't have dreams. It doesn't mean we don't plan pizza night for next Friday. It doesn't mean we don't do those things. We can absolutely make plans and still live in the present. But what we're not doing is projecting ourselves into the future. Right? So we write down that we're going for pizza night with our friends next week and we drop it. We might be excited about pizza night. Maybe we haven't seen our friends in a while. But we don't put ourselves there. We don't imagine scenarios. We don't, we don't come up with things that might happen. We don't, we don't go there. We don't do any of that. We just simply enjoy the feeling of being excited about something that's going to come in the future. Maybe we make the reservation at the pizza place, whatever, right? But that's it. That's all. That's all we're going to do. Those are the things we have control over. That's all we're going to focus on. We're just going to enjoy the excitement of something happening later on and we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of imagining scenarios now comes and events and things of that nature that's how you stay present and so even in those good scenarios like pizza night with your friends you're still not projecting into the future you're not putting yourself in the restaurant yet. You're not imagining conversations. You're not doing any of those things. You're still present. And you just enjoy the excitement. You enjoy the feeling because the feeling is present. So you enjoy the feeling in the moment and that's it. Right? And that's how we work to live here. That's how we work on living. That's how we want to live. We want to stay as presently focused as we can. And when we're using the past to understand ourselves, we have to be very conscious of, are we bringing the story with us? The past is for healing. That's what we're going to use it for. The past is for healing. We're not going to use it to predict the future. And we're going to use the past in such a way that it allows us to understand our own triggers, our own beliefs about ourselves and how the world works. And then we're going to figure out if anything needs to change. We're going to figure out what healing we need to do, if anything. We're going to figure all those things out. That's how we're going to do it. That's what the past is for. The past will allow you to understand it, understand yourself and your life, as long as it's not a trap, as long as you don't get caught in pain. The future is cool. It's cool to make plans. It's cool to have an idea of where you want to go. 
don't put yourself too far out there. You're going to make yourself anxious. You're going to make yourself worry and stress. Don't put yourself into the future. Stay in the present. That's how we work with time. That's how we work with our lives and our life experience in such a way that it doesn't keep re-victimizing us or keep hurting us. This is how we need to begin to move forward. It's not easy. That takes practice. There's time involved here. <laughs> you don't do that overnight, right? None of this we do overnight. These are things that evolve over a span of a whole lifetime. It's not something you're able to do tomorrow. You're not going to just listen to this podcast and magically tomorrow you're going to live completely in the present and the past isn't going to be a problem and you're going to understand. It's, it doesn't work like that. Right? And even for me, and I, I know this stuff and it's still a work in progress, right? It, it, it's a process that takes your entire life. And a lot of these concepts, a lot of these ideals that I bring forward are, they are ideals. They are things we work at doing and getting better at, but we don't ever really arrive. <laughs> and, and anybody that says they have is lying to you because they're still going to have those human moments. There is no such thing as perfection. So as much as they like to say they figured it out, that's great. But I guarantee you they're still having human moments, whether they admit to them or not. So that's it. We work at these ideas over lifetimes. And then eventually, maybe, we figure it out <laughs> and we're able to do it. So even for me, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still working through these processes. I've gotten pretty good at the past, right? But I'm still prone to projecting into the future. And it's just about getting better at staying present. That's it. All right, so do your best to stay as present as you can and be careful with that that experience and that past because it's a giant tripping hazard <laughs> and it'll get you into trouble if you're not careful. All right, that's it. I'm going to be quiet now. Thanks so much, everybody. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Spirituality Unpacked. And don't forget to visit the website, spiritualityunpacked.com. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a good one. And I will talk to you on the next round. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.